Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Uh, This is our Ben and I's ranking review podcast. It is unnamed. We got, we got, Ben, we got a couple good submissions though. What what was your preference? My, I think my favorite is pulling rank. I really like that. Pulling rank? Yeah, I don't, I forget who submitted that, but. I thought you liked rank and file too. Well, I did, but I really like pulling rank. <laughs> okay, so pulling rank, so we can call it that. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to concede that because I don't really have. But ra- yeah. is rank and file your preference? I can get with that. No, I no, I actually preferred. Piece. I preferred um, pulling rank initially, and then um, yeah. I also like trust trust the podcess or whatever it was. Um, Wait, what? Uh, trust. It was like instead of trust the process, it was like trust the podcess. Forget. Oh, I think, okay. I think our buddy uh, Michael Novak sent that one to us. Okay. All right. Um. But yeah. But you, yeah, Vac Attack. Um. Or also known as Zap Brannigan, depending on what message board you encountered him back in the day. But enough of that. Um. Another week of ranking. So another week of, um, changes and. We're we're still seeing, um, and I guess this, you know this shouldn't really surprise us at this point, but we're still seeing some big guys taking losses, um, particularly, and and with Zeke Moisey, I don't know what we really even say about it other than it's almost him. Uh, I don't know if the regressing or just returning to the norm of you know being good and then dropping matches. Yeah, it's almost like he's just reiterating kind of what he is, and that's not like a bad thing. Maybe he's just a gamer, you know, like we've seen him a little in high school, like start to be like, whoa, who is this guy? You know, but, you know, and but then he drops some stuff in the year, just like last year. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll shine again at the end of the, the year this year. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and be 
hot and cold in the meanwhile, but that's what he's being right now. Right. So so he drops the nine. Yeah. Um, he drops after losing to Barlow McGee. Ryan Milhoff also makes some noise, beating Connor Utsi in uh, in their duel against Oklahoma, just as a team, like smacked Michigan around. Right. I yeah. Oklahoma, I could not I believe it. That. that was crazy. No. That was crazy. So that happened. Yeah. I had just been thinking about how, man, Oklahoma is kind of just not in my consciousness, you know, <laughs> that much other than Brewer. But yeah, maybe anyway, maybe, now they are. They yeah. just backhanded me, you know, <laughs> for, yeah, now, now you won't. Along with the anymore. University of Michigan. Right, right. Um, so Bresser, Moisey, and Utsi all lose. Um, and Josh Martinez, of note, is going 33 this year. So he's, um, well, he's actually out of the rankings right now because not really, well, he's not really deserving of a top 20, top 20 spot as of yet. 33 is pretty deep, actually. Um, and yeah, so we'll see what he does there. At 33, this isn't really of rankings information, but Cody Brewer texts Rossi Bruno. That's just, that's pretty nuts. That's quite a, it's quite a statement. Brewer continues to look like the guy we saw at NCAAs, and uh, I'm not gonna say untouchable because we see a lot of guys fall, but boy, he looks good. Right. Um, Caleb Richardson loses to David Pierce, um, which he falls beho- below Gaska, but no further than that is we haven't seen Jeff Alexander yet this year from Maryland. So uh, if we don't see him anytime soon, maybe he will make a departure from the rankings as Maryland has been wrestling. We just haven't seen him. Yeah. Just around a while. Similarly, Jade Rouser loses to Joey Palmer and doesn't drop, just like Richardson doesn't drop. Joey or Rouser doesn't drop. I think, you know, in this case, it's like it's hard to drop them below Mason Beckman, who's still over this year. Right. Um, and so, and Joey Palmer's not the worst loss in the world. No, uh, he's, he's been he's solid been, for a while. Right. So Rouser loses, but stays put for the moment. And then we see Josh Albert makes his way in. He's got wins over the aforementioned Palmer as well as Geraldo from Rutgers. So uh, keep an eye on him. You know, he was, boy, uh, I'm not even going to say up and down last year talking about Albert. But you know what? It, you never know what to make of these redshirt years. Um, and, and Albert clearly, uh, you know, it was a just a time for him just to go out and get mat time, and you know the results were not there at all. He lost a lot of matches, but at the same time, um, he looks ready to go now, and that's that's ultimately what matters. So that's thirty three, no major shakeups there actually. Forty one, on the other hand, was super busy. And another thing we didn't get to talk about, we didn't even factor this in with rankings because it was a uh, it didn't really impact the rankings. But McKenna beating Gulabon been um you know is is mckenna making a case that he should just move up even further just because not only is he beating the elite guys but unlike pretty much all these guys the the top four or five guys at 141 he doesn't have those losses at what point do we start just letting him jump these guys when he shows this kind of consistency well i don't think that we need i don't think that they're i think when he starts beating them because um 
he doesn't have those losses, but he only wrestled like one weekend last season. So, you know, that was the reason he started off ranked pretty low. Uh, you know, he had a, a couple good wins in that weekend over Jeva and Rodriguez, but it was really, he just wrestled, I think, in like one tournament last year. Yeah, Midlands. And so he didn't wrestle a whole lot. And so now he's beaten a couple guys who have a couple losses this year in Henderson and Bulbon. But. And he fills. I don't know. I, I feel I feel good about where he is. I, I guess, got, but at the same time, we ranked both of those guys number one this year, and now he's beaten two of the three guys we ranked first. The, yeah, he right. But they've also they've if if he if those were their only losses, I think McKenna might he might be number one right now. But they've also both lost other matches. So how do you how do you put McKenna over Anthony Ashnault right now, who also has the win over Henderson? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but also, you know. Had a, a full year last year and, and other good wins and was an All-American, right? Yeah, he was All-American. Eighth, but All-American. So how do you... No, you, know, you I can't. Don't it's, I don't suppose you could justify it in that way, but I, I don't know. Part of me feels like... It, and you know what? If he keeps doing what he's doing, it'll it'll work itself out and he'll have more opportunities. It will, yeah. It will. Forward. These guys are going to start hitting each. You know, uh, we talked about it last week a little. Kevin Jack's going to be wrestling both Makati and Heil really in the soon. next few weeks. So there'll be some, you know, there'll be some losses happening somewhere. And I don't know what McKenna and Rutgers schedule will look like in the near future, but I know they all, they I don't all know, we'll see some action here. Yeah, for sure. They all have big, uh, pretty busy schedules. So, they're likely to hit. Uh, Bryce Meredith, formerly of NC State, now back at, or not back at Wyoming, but he's from Wyoming, so he's home in Wyoming. And majors Anthony Avidence, so he um, launches himself into the rankings. He was pretty solid at 33 last year, um, which enables him to come in at a decent spot. But the biggest mover, maybe of the week, regardless of weight, is Mike Rashado. Not an unfamiliar name, but... Uh, more or less inconsistent guy, but he beats three solid dudes in Todd Preston, Randy Cruz, and Rick Durzo. And um, I think him being able to jump this high shows, and this is some coding here, but it shows the evenness of the weight. Is that how we can um, say it, Ben? That's a politically correct way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, that's the PC uh, direction there. So, Steve Blees comes back down to but earth. But it's also accurate. It is. These guys are beating up on each other and all the way down through 30. You know, it's like the fact that he's able to catapult up that high is, you know, first of all, Mike Rashado, you know, he's been a name for a while. A couple, He wasn't too hot a year last year, I don't think, but, you know, he wasn't terrible either. No. He, you know, I, I think, you know, he, I don't know. A couple of years ago, he was he was real good. Maybe it was even his freshman year. I don't know. It was yeah. He, he was beat, pretty solid. Kindig. Yeah. Kindig made the finals. And you know what? So he he's got some wins over his belt career wise, and then he gets three in a hurry right now. Although one of those being Durso. Durso is Falling man not looking times. too hot right now. He's an offer, right? He's, well, he's I four think, matches. I mean, he's won matches, um, but you know, okay, inconsequential ones, more or less. Yeah. So, but not, the last couple weeks, he's lost. You know, he lost four matches last week, and now he loses to Rashado. 
which, you know, Rashad is decent, but it's, it's hard to say that that's a, a superb win for Rashad. Although it is, you know, it's something along with Cruz and Preston who right. are, you know, who are both in the 10 to 15 range. Right. So Rashado, he doesn't have this year. He doesn't have these losses that a lot of everyone's like someone's just sitting in the back of this weight class, just with a sniper rifle, picking these off <laughs> as off one or two a week, and they're all just picking up these these losses. And Rashado's this far hasn't done that, and now snipes a couple of them himself to to get up to. I'd like to rewind for a second, and you talk about Bryce Meredith, but Anthony Abedin, I think you're on watch, Anthony. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, that's fair. I mean, yeah, he, um, he lost to Cruz he only last dropped, week. He didn't drop at all for losing to Meredith, but maybe he should have, because last week he lost to Cruz as well. I think we reached a point where it's, it's difficult to drop them anymore. It's tough um, with Chisco. Chisco's really has one win under right. his belt, albeit a big one. But but in honesty, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, Abedin's a guy with a pair of wins over Anthony Ashnall, Steve Rodriguez, Haran, Gio Martinez. Back when that meant a little more, and Joey Ward. Right. So those are just uh, I, I struggle with just. Casting those aside in the name for Solomon, who, you know, is, is still right. quite unproven despite a really nice win. So it's more body of work, trumping one good win. But certainly, uh, if if these shenanigans continue with Anthony, he'll he'll fall. Yeah, he'll... And Solomon will will pass him, and maybe others, maybe a guy like Rashado as well. So right. So that's forty one, right? Or Steve Blee's um, comes back down to earth after looking <laughs> like the the breakthrough star this year, the most out of nowhere guy. But he loses to Manly and Montserrat. Um, All right. Not not great losses there. So so he takes a bit of a tumble, but you know still been a, a nice start to the year for him. At forty nine, Davion Jeffries um, with the big upset here over Alec Pantaleo. Or Pantelio, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Jeffrey's just a true freshman, and that's a nice win over Pantelio, who's been, you know, he's only a sophomore himself, but was a just rock solid guy a year ago from Michigan. Then, right. we, then we see Claygon, another upset here. Well, I don't know what to make of it. BJ's also fallen on hard times here the last couple weeks, losing to Nick Barber, and. Right. This, you know, we kind of held fast for a little bit with that with his first clump of losses. We try to we try to see is like, okay, is this a is this a rough weekend or is this a sign of um, you know, bad things to come? And we didn't punish him too much because there there weren't really guys with resumes to pass him necessarily. I mean, he had just beaten Alexander Richardson, um, the sixth rate guy, the week before. He had those bad losses, so then we're, we kind of took a wait and see approach. But with the loss to Nick Barber, uh, more or less forced our hand, didn't it? Yeah, it did. You know, and these aren't ter- like Nick Barber is is now ranked with that win. But and as you know, his week two Claygon's week two losses were to De Palma and Heffernan. Um, 
So those aren't terrible no. losses either, but they're not top five guy losses. Those are pretty concerning. Those are pushing you out of the top ten, and that's just kind of what we've had to do with BJ. Um, similar to Moisey, you know, it's the same kind of thing with Zeke Moisey, really. Same situation here is what's happened to BJ Clayton. He's picking up some losses that were that are characteristic of who he was most of last year, but not at NCAAs, and so now he's snapped back to reality, as Eminem says. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's 49. Um, that's not 49. That's not everything. Pagdaleo of Arizona State took him out. They've been using Matt Krause. Matt Krause is not bad. Um, I believe we have him ranked. So Pagdaleo is out for the time being because I don't know what's going on there. I can't get any clarity there. So he's out. Pat Lugo is knocking at the door. He beat Lake Gardner. Still not quite enough to get ranked. But uh, ultimately, like, like a lot of these freshmen, like a Micah Jordan who's ranked 20th. And it's like, it's kind of frustrating. It's like, only a matter of time. It's like, only a matter of time. I mean... Hard to look at him that low. It really is. I mean, but as you mentioned, a lot of these are going to come to a head. They're going to start hitting, and um, we will. Michael and guys like Lugo will be moving up quickly. Uh, Fifty-seven. Right. Russell Parsons. Um, why, why don't you go on a little about about Russell and his struggles here? Uh, Russell Parsons. He's had a couple hot flashes in his career i think last year he had there was a time i think it was the southern scuffle when he had a really good scuffle and well he beat brian murphy at the scuffle the week before that he beat anthony parati um he beat murphy uh cklv as well so he had some early season wins and you know he just i don't know you know it's been a long time for Russell Parsons since getting those. And now a loss to Vienna. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. No, um, no, no. This week, it, it, you know, it's, it drops. It's it's starting to drop. Though I guess he only dropped one spot. In my mind, it was more than that. Um, we had a lot yeah. of things moving but, around with this weight class. Um, yeah. Flournoy. But it's point of the story being it's been a while for Russell Parsons. Um yeah. You get guys like this, it, it's, uh, you know, it's like you got to start getting passed by some of these other guys, the Greg Flournoys, you know, uh, Dylan you know, whoever. Right. Speaking of Flournoy, he beat uh, Sparty Chino. So uh, George Mason getting a guy into the rankings and uh, Andrew Hack- Atkinson holding it down at 20. That was all that really went on at 57 for the most part. At 65, nothing too major um, that I can see here. You know, Daniel Lewis losing to Dimitri Willis was pretty big. Ryan Price lost to Casey Fuller. Trot lost to Lampy. I mean, a lot of these guys are just losing, uh, you know, losing to dudes. And we're kind of seeing that kind of all over the place. So I don't know what to to make of it. This is a weight class where it's going to beat itself up a lot and – um, right. of, of note, Corey Rashid, Shakur Rashid of Penn State gets himself ranked. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that, like a lot of these freshmen, we're going to see him um, s- climb the ladder, maybe slowly, maybe quickly. Um, but I think 
he's a super talent and at this weight super talents are going to climb the rungs um pretty quickly in my opinion mm-hmm. um, anything else on 65 no uh, well yeah you got Tanner Leatherman just kind of being the benefactor of of those three losses from Lewis Price and Trot he jumps up because he had his loss to Clint Coster he's not terrible but not really division one um Weatherman had his loss a week ago and then to McFadden the week before that. So with those guys now picking up the unranked losses, he skips back ahead of them to 13. And that's, that's about it. Yeah. That's about it. Um, At 65. So for 74, Jonathan Schleifer, um, man, he's been looking really, really good. He beats Cody Walters, who is extremely tough. And... You know, just another Princeton guy looking really good. and um, Yeah, what's going on at Princeton? Whew, I don't is, know. Watch out. Watch out, though. I've, I've been um, – I think a lot of people kind of see this coming with them. That they're doing a lot of really good things. I mean, they got um, – just off the top of my head, they got four or five guys ranked right now. They're um, gray-shirting Matthew Kolodzik. They're they're doing big things uh, there in New Jersey. So good, good for Princeton, good for Jonathan Schleifer who had a, a nice weekend, uh, a, a nice win a couple of weeks ago over Casey Kent as well, and now he's beaten Jadine Bernstein and Cody Walters to go along with that after being at 65 a year ago. He's looking good up a weight, as is down a weight, Micah Barnes, actually down two weights maybe is Micah. He beats, uh, he gets ranked after beating Ben Stroh. Um, the week earlier he beat, Elliot Riddick and Nick Wanzek. So really nice showing for Nebraska's Micah Barnes, who's a guy that's it's kind of funny. He's been all over. I mean, he's wrestled at 97. I think he wrestled at 97 last year. Now with Kokesh, wow. now with Kokesh's graduation, um, he's down at, at 74. It's kind of unbelievable. Yeah. So that's... Uh, uh, ben Stroh is... Yeah. Uh, did you mention Stroh? No. Oh, yeah, you just mentioned that, that he, he... lost. So Ben Stroh dropped... Yeah, you mentioned him with the relationship to Micah Barnes. Um, so, yeah, we a couple guys dropping out. Mahomes and Nick Key, who does have a couple nice wins this year, but picks up a couple losses to Schuster and Jacob Davis to fall out of the rankings uh, today, along with Jadan Bernstein. Bernstein? Uh, you say, yeah, I go Steen. I go Steen on that okay, one. Okay, Bernstein. Okay. Jadine Bernstein. Um so that's 74, you know, a farewell to Devontae Mahomes for the time being. Loses to Matt Reed, who's not bad, but um, not rankable. But Mahomes is, has had a – he's been struggling this year, struggling. coming back from knee surgery. Yeah, and that's too bad to see because he's a real talent when healthy, but he's not healthy. So he's out for now. Hopefully we'll get to rank him again. At 197, because 84 was completely chalk, no changes there. Um, we saw – it, it, this way, it's kind of like 65, where they kind of beat up on each other, call it what you want. But, um, yeah, the, these guys are uh, – like Nate Roder loses to Jared Hot and doesn't even doesn't even drop just because all, all, all these guys are taking losses, and um, it, it's hard to know where, where he would fall. So he stays put at the 10 spot, Ben. Right. Jared Hot, you know, one isn't bad. I don't know that he's been ranked in these rankings before, but I remember, you know, I, he stands out in my mind as a talent. anecdotally the guy. Yeah. 
a talent because I think he probably put the most offense together in a single match against Kyle Snyder last year and in their duel. You know, he took him down two or three times in that duel meet and didn't get the win. Yeah. But he's he's stood out in my mind ever since then and so now he's making his way into the rankings. Congratulations, Jared Hop. Congratulations to Jared. Nice win there. Um he's uh, goes to the same high school as our own Kyle Brackey, so I'm sure he's Oh did you, right. you didn't know What's that? Yeah. No, Kyle Brackey won't pick against him in a whiteboard war. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> he had it was it was Penn State, Virginia Tech. He picked hot to oh. beat Macintosh. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that's he's a homer, what can you say? Um do 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 Sean Scott loses to Marsden and Greg Wilson, so he drops a little bit. Michael Boykin beats Scotty Boykin, so he gets himself ranked. These ACC guys. Um quite a few ACC guys ranked at ninety seven. I think there's three between Hartman, Hot, and now Michael Boykin in the mix, and you've got a guy like Chip Ness kinda looming as well. And Zach Nye is ranked, so yeah. It's a tough weight in the ACC, something I kind of uh, look at. And you you picked up uh, Derek Thomas and threw him in at 19. Talk about Derek a little bit, Ben. Well, he's, you know, we a couple of it. Cody Cropper drops from number 12 to out. Deuces. Because so last week, Cody Crawford lost to Studebaker and Smith. And so we dropped him from around 10 down just down to 12. And now this week he loses to Hayden Hermack, who's not bad no. out of Rutgers. And Hayden Hermack himself has a couple, you know, he has a couple bright spots in his career the last year or so. Uh, but then also Derek Thomas, who um, I believe, so Derek Thomas beat Cody Crawford and Hermack this weekend. And I believe he has one loss. Uh, or is he unbeaten? I uh, he might have had one loss to someone like Macintosh, but maybe not. I think he he might be unbeaten. I think he is. So yeah, so yeah, he comes in at number nineteen out of Utah Valley. Um, yeah, that's that. I would like to Mark Martin a little bit. I'm having a hard time knowing what to make of him at one ninety seven right now, just because you know. Well, one, he's up from 174, but two, the guys that he's not losing to terrible guys, but some of the guys that are beating him are dropping, you know, checking up ugly. Like Sean Scott beat him, right? And Sean Scott just lost to Martin and Wilson. So I'm still, you know, I don't know what Mark Martin's going to be for Ohio State here um, this year, but. I guess on the flip side with the bottom half of this weight class the way it is, you know, anyone can string a couple wins together and and be in the round of 12. Um, yeah, that's how, I, that's so how I, I view the weight as well. Um, glad to see him out of red shirt. And he looked good against Arizona State. It, the competition, uh, I don't know what I can say of, you know, what to make of the guy he beat, but he looked sharp enough. That was the first action I got to catch of Mark at 97. Hard to yeah, and that's a piece of news in and of itself that they burned his right. So they had been, um, you know, entering both Mark Martin and Colin Moore in open tournaments, right. um, not committing either of them, so kind of preserving the redshirts for both of them because Mark Martin 
who is a fourth-year student, he does have a red shirt available, but not anymore. Not after they started him against Arizona State this weekend. So it looks like he'll be the guy for the Buckeyes this year. Right. Um, and they still have some potential chess moves they can make with their lineup, but we'll see if they end up making them. So that's those are all the changes pretty much. Um, 285 was chalk, as was the as were the pound for pound rankings. Uh, team rankings, big shakeup though. Really, it's not even a. I mean, it's more or less inconsequential. But Oklahoma State passes Penn State by one point. Um, essentially, the Eddie, Eddie Clamara goes up two spots, um, but Nico didn't go up any because of Utsi and Moisey losing. So that's ultimately the difference. Nothing's really changed in the team race in my mind. Um, so right. those two teams in Iowa are kind of a cut above the field. And, you know, these little changes are really not much to even react to, um, especially at this point in the year. So it's a change. That's why ultimately it's a change, but it's a one-point lead in right. November. So that's pretty yeah. much it. There is one other thing, tidbit, that isn't quite reflected in that Oklahoma State-Penn State situation right now. It's not reflected in these rankings mm. or the the numbers there, and that is JoJo Smith. Yeah. Um, not quite knowing what if it, we don't have him ranked right now, but he would be ranked if we were we knew that he was going to be the guy. Um, but this you know this weekend he beat two ranked wrestlers, so he you know he could uh, you know if he were in at 15 right now that wouldn't be that many team points, but that's another player for them. Yeah, that's another chip they can. They can play as well at Oklahoma State, and one I, barring drastic changes in, in with Chance Marstall, I can't imagine them not ultimately going with that lineup. And you also factor in a guy like Cade Brock might be the guy at thirty-three for them. So still a lot of changes yeah. to be made. Don't freak out over the the team rankings too much. Uh, talking to you, Penn State fans, because uh, it's gonna be all right. So that's it. Right. That's all the changes for week. What this is week four already, Ben. And um, yeah, indeed. So, to you guys out there, have a nice Thanksgiving. Ben, have a nice Thanksgiving. And uh, we will see you. Oh, you as well. Thank you. And we will see you guys next time.